Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. There is no doubt that some businesses are still grappling with the requirements of GDPR. But an exciting Irish tech company, DataShips, has created a solution for business owners which ensures their compliance with privacy and data protection legislation. Michael Storen from DataShips joins us now to tell us exactly how it works. Michael, DataShips secured a $3 million investment in a recent funding round with Tony Smurfett and Peter Crowley backing the company. But before we discuss the business itself, I'd like to get an insight into your own background. Thank you, Carl. Great to be here. Yeah, good stuff. So I'm um, from the, the sunny southeast myself, from, from Newtown and Kendy. Went to school in Dublin, college in Trinity, over to London for a master's. And then, yeah, since since then it's kind of been this, the entrepreneurial bug ha- has got me. So it's this is kind of my, my second business now. And yeah, a bit a little bit more, a little bit less glamorous than the, the fantasy sports and the, the compliance space. Provide us with an insight into that fantasy sports game and how you went around building that and, of course, eventually getting a successful exit. Yeah, so that was, um, that was, it was called Fantasy Rugger at the time. So it was, it was, the idea was that there was a lot of games out there for, for anyone who plays the fantasy soccer, um, the Premier League one, and it was, it was a great game. And then in the rugby space, there wasn't really a huge amount. Myself and a few friends just had built a version that we were playing ourselves and then that kind of spread into kind of some GA clubs and some rugby clubs, and, and they were playing it. Um, and then you know the the impetus was to to say where well, we could turn this into a business, and and yeah, it went from there. And, and we grew up, we we built up a great a great um, great user base. People really liked the game. Um, and then Sky New Zealand actually um, quite randomly came in and, and bought it. So before we get into the detail of data ships, provide me with an insight into how you actually came up with this idea with Ryan. When we were doing this, when I was building this game, it was just, you know, I wanted to focus on trying to get people to play the game and doing content around rugby and GA and stats and all this. And I just found myself spending so much of my time on this compliance piece and making sure that, you know, we were marketing and we were allowed market to the people we were and that you know, the, from a, anyone who was playing the gambling version, that they weren't under 18 and that they, you know, that they weren't, you know, vulnerable people, things like that. And then, you know, as we started to launch into the UK and um, and, and the US, there was kind of different laws in different places. And it just became this almost like a full-time job for me, trying to navigate all of these different different legislations. I, I had a background in the London School of Economics um, on European regulation so I kind of was, was quite good at it quite could get my head around it um, and we just kind of became we started to become the go-to for other people who were doing you know similar games or similar startups and were having similar struggles with you know their users and making sure that they were complying that we kind of started helping people out then we put it into a little product then you know it just kind of went from there and Ryan another Wicklow man he was um he was working in EY and Accenture on kind of larger scale compliance projects with banks. So he kind of brought this, you know, more buttoned up enterprise level kind of, um, you know, knowledge and experience to the product as well. Many SME owners will say that they're crippled with compliance and increasing myriad of red tape involved in running their businesses. Most recently, one of those is GDPR, the General Data Protection Regulations. So how big a problem is this from your insights into this market? 
it's an interesting one. I think the GDPR was a little bit like the, the Y2K bug back in the year 2000 where it kind of came and everyone thought this was going to be this big bang. And there was actually a lot of misconception around what it was, what it meant. There still is, you know, everybody knows the cookie banners, which is a pain for everybody. There was some, uh, there was a lot of people sending out emails to try and get people to opt back into mailing lists, which is actually non-compliant to do that. So there was a, there was a kind of a lot of scaremongering at the time. Um, what, what we see really the the actual problem is is not so much from a, you know, it's not so much led by GDPR or this idea of fines. It's really about, you know, I'm a business and I'm trying to talk to my end consumers. I want to market to them. I want to, I want to, you know. And build relationships with them and you know how do I do that in a, in a very real sense with the best will in the world a lot of these businesses want to be compliant but are just saying well we don't understand the nuances of necessary cookies versus preference cookies versus how I you know how that this consent that I'm getting over here flows through to my marketing efforts over here or you know online offline so it's it's it just becomes you know it's it's quite a quite a hard problem so that's it's not so much driven by GDPR it's more when businesses are actually in the weeds of of operating and I think most businesses know conceptually they want to be compliant but it's just a you know it's it's almost um a black box of not understanding how to do it is is really the kind of the problem on the other side of the Atlantic, DataShips is helping business owners to comply with the California Consumer Privacy Act. Is this legislation as onerous as what we're seeing here in Europe with GDPR? It's not quite as, as onerous, to be honest. And they've, they've built in some mechanisms that it doesn't actually apply to, to smaller businesses. So it's largely, you know, it's, 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 it's bigger businesses that it applies to. Um, but what we see is, you know, GDPR was kind of the starting gun, really, for these types of legislation and, you know, Canada have recently brought in a similar one. California, Colorado, um, Virginia have all brought in um, their acts across the US, all the different states are. And, and really, it's, it's not so much driven by the legislations, but what's, what's really interesting and what's happening in the market is Apple and Google are now you know, joining the fight. And anybody with an iPhone will see that you know, the new update has a feature where Apple, where it's asking you, you know, do not, this app wants to track you. And you can say, do not track. And of course, you know, 96% of people are choosing to be not tracked by the apps. And this is throwing up a, you know, a huge, huge question mark for business owners and marketers. In the past, there was this, you know, I could reach people through third parties like Facebook and Apple and Google. But in the future, what these legislations are doing is they're changing that. And what, and what Apple and Google, like Google are getting rid of third party cookies. So in the future, you know, companies won't be able to rely on these third party um uh, platforms to access people so it's really important that they have what we call a first party data data strategy where it's you know outside of facebook how am i talking to my own customers in a, in a first first hand way first party so directly on my my own channel on my website on my own you know my own newsletter um etc so so that's kind of the, the shift that we're seeing in the in the market so, Michael, that's the problem that businesses are facing. So how is data ships aiding compliance with the respective privacy and data protection legislation? Yeah, so what we've done is we've, initially we, we kind of tackled, you know, a particular part of the, the problem, which was being able to surface data from businesses to, to their consumers. But what we quickly realised was what businesses wanted us to do was just to outsource this whole problem to us and to not really, you know, they're not really looking to become experts themselves on how this works. They just want to know, do I have compliant data? Can I, can I 
go about my day? Can I go about my focus, which is growing my own business without having to worry about these third parties? So what we do is we we integrate with all of the the, the sources that are that a business is, is using, both offline and online, um, and we we use APIs, what's called APIs, to do that. And then we give the business a little piece of script, uh, a bit like how you get your Google Analytics Live that, that goes onto your website. And what that does then is we give you a consumer-facing, you know, what we call a privacy center on your website that's full with everything you need to be compliant. So, so everything you need there, but from po- po- uh, privacy policies to cookie policies to surfacing this data for your users, everything you need. To, and then, you know, we we ask what countries you're in, what type of business. So we'll populate that accordingly with what you need, and we'll give you an, uh, what we call a control panel that the business themselves can log into that has all of the kind of audit logs and all of the consents that they need to be able to show to a regulator or to be able to show to a, a consumer if they come knocking to show how they've complied. And Michael, how does it assist the business with fulfilling data access requests? So what we do is we integrate with, with all the data sources. So what we see, if I take the example of an e-commerce store, they might be built on Shopify or Magento or or. or or Squarespace or one of these platforms, they'll probably have an emailing list. They might have um, they might have a tool they're using to to sell or whatever it might be. We use the APIs to to pull to pull this information um, on a user, and, and we use the email address as the identifier for a user. So when that user comes to the website, says, "I want to know what data you have on me," it's a very simple click of that button, they verify that it's them and it's their email, and that will surface all of this information to them. They can change it, download it, whatever it might be, and that will reflect in those end sources um, and um, and update them there. So we see that a lot with, with clients, you know, we, we, especially clients with sensitive data who are getting a lot of these requests. They're getting a lot of people asking, you know, I want what information you have on me because it's, it's kind of sensitive. Previously, they were trying to do this manually. Um, but with our tool, they can they can automate all of this with with a, with a simple click of a button. So, um, so they they definitely love us when we're able to solve those kind of headaches for them. And Michael, provide us with an insight into your growth strategy. What we really resonate with is you know the small smaller businesses who are you know online. They're maybe using three, four, five different data sources. Oftentimes they'll have you know either um, they'll have a they'll be B two C companies. So there'll be a lot of kind of Consumers are doing a lot of marketing. Might have an email list. You know, we have seventy-one clients, and it's trying to, you know, kind of grow out that client base really. So over the next couple, it, it, couple of years, um, it's about trying to. What we try and do really is be the trusted advisor, and kind of like we see ourselves as the extension of the team for people. Um, and we, we try and we try and help people out with a lot of content. So what we try and do is, you know, through our customers, we're seeing a lot of the same questions come up over and over again. So what we try and do is, is answer these questions with the customer, but then also translate them into kind of a knowledge center or a newsletter. And a lot of a lot of it for us is, you know, whether whether someone is a client of ours or not, is being able to provide the answers to these questions in a very simple way. And what's the revenue model that underpins the business? So what we do is we charge a, a monthly a monthly rate. Um and we've actually never had a, co- a customer leave us. So we, what we find is that when somebody sets up with us, you know, we kind of become pretty core to, to what they're doing very quickly. So it's a, a, a relatively nominal fee in the context of what a, what a fine might be or the, the, the headache of, of dealing with, with this when it becomes a problem.
And Michael, as I mentioned earlier, Dieta Ships recently secured $3 million in a funding round. What was your experience of this funding round and how did you go about getting the calibre of investor which you attracted? I think for us, we've really been focused on our customers um, and really head, head down, you know, building a product that, that suited our customers, that our customers liked. Um, and, you know, things like, you know, customers and uh, never having a customer that's left us was a great endorsement, really, of the product. So when we, when we then went to, to raise money, we were able to, to point to these, to point to those type of metrics, um, you know, and then also the, the kind of global opportunity here of, you know, what this is going to look like in the next five or 10 years, you know, that's really the opportunity that we're kind of laser focused on is, you know, painting this picture of now it's very confusing for businesses, but over time as people, as consumers mature and, you know, technology continues to get better, this is going to be very, very different. So it's been able to really, you know, point to a, a big opportunity um, and then show how, you know, we've built a product that is resonating with a, with a certain part of the market um, and then being able to lay out growth plans of, over the next, you know, 18 months to, to 10 years. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Michael Storen from DataShips, and it's great to see technological solutions for satisfying privacy and data protection obligations being made readily available to SME owners. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. South.